Welcome back to Tap That Easy Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Walters, and welcome to another news and reviews for the week of November 26th through December 2nd, 2018. We've got a couple events coming up. We've got a beer review from AZ Beer Me of Black Caddis from Renhouse. And we've got another beer 101 from Nick from Dark Sky. This one tackles ABV. So let's jump into these events. So the first event is at King's Beer and Wine. Everybody loves King's Beer and Wine. And this Monday, November 26th, which will be today if you're listening to this on the day it's released, Cyber Monday Crowler Deals. So basically what's going to happen is from noon until 8 p.m. every hour, they're going to be updating their website with insanely low Crowler prices. So jump on their website, keep updated on what they got going on. And you can also combine this special with the brewery one penny bottle special when you buy two Crowlers online. So go to kingsbeerwine.com for the updated crowler list of insanely low prices every hour from noon until 8 p.m. kingsbeerwine.com Down in Tucson, Crooked Tooth Trivia at Crooked Tooth Brewing Company, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. This is Thursday, November 29th, and actually looks like every Thursday until February 21st of 2019. So if you love National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, my wife's favorite movie, and you know a lot about it. Get to Crooked Tooth, drink their beer, play some trivia. So it looks like it starts at 7.45 every Thursday through February 21st, including this Thursday, November 29th. Crooked Tooth Brewing Company, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation Trivia. And finally, we've got the kickstarter for greenwood brewing this is a new brewery that's in the process of getting opened up and they could really use some support so had megan greenwood on the podcast a few months back just an awesome awesome person you might have had the her story pale ale it's on tap all around arizona so check out their kickstarter this is a 45 day Actually, 45 days to go from uh, today, the day I'm recording this, um, for Greenwood to build out their brewery. So check out their page. I'm going to put the link in the show notes, or if you just go to Kickstarter and search for Greenwood Brewing, building our women, our woman-owned brewery. So these guys are awesome, doing some really cool things, really starting to, uh, wanting to make a big impact in the brewing scene. So uh, support Greenwood Brewing. So Let's get on to the beer review. This is uh, AZ Beer Me, and uh, I'll let him take it away. What's up, y'all? Joel here with another episode of AZ Beer Me, your unscripted, unfiltered, only Arizona beer review. So this one is Ren House Brewing Company's Black Caddis, which is an American porter. Cool thing about Renhouse, if you ever seen a Renhouse can, they have these wraparound can designs uh, that really stand out, and this one's no different. I'm not a big fisherman, so there's some kind of fishing lure thing design here with this black caddis can art. Uh, still pretty cool though for someone that doesn't know anything about fishing. So here we go. So again, like I said, this is American Porter. 
Fun fact, this is also the first beer that Renhouse ever brewed, supposedly. So, looking at it, obviously it's a porter, it's dark, got a nice head. I can already smell the roast coming off this. So here we go. Woo! Alright, so this was brewed with chocolate rye. And that rye really just gets up and punches you right in the taste buds on this first pull. Let's see what else we got going here. So definitely chocolate, obviously. Uh, coffee, coffee notes. But honestly, this is really, to me, a very simple tasting beer. And that's meant in a good way. Smooth, absolutely delicious. I do have a predisposition to porters and stouts, though. Yeah, the coffee's coming out more too as I keep drinking. Really smooth, very roasty. Honestly, this is really, really good. I'm really, really liking it. Shout out to Rent House for this one. They're Black Caddis. Right now on tap, this is looking at a 3.79 currently across all users. And uh, yeah, um, my rating scale, so let's see. Since it's got some fishing lore stuff on here, I'm gonna say this is this beer is the equivalent of a nice catfish dinner, fully fried, breaded. Maybe got some Cajun seasoning on there. There we go. Yeah, Black Caddis, Red House Brewing Company. Uh, this has been Joel with AZ Beer Me. You can follow me on Instagram and Untapped at Mr. Underscore JFlow. That's M R Underscore. J-F-L-O-W. All right, another great review from my man, Joel, AZ Beer Me. And now it's time for Class to Start. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Beer 101. I'm Teacher Nick, and today's lesson is on ABV, or alcohol by volume. You ready for class? Let's go. Now, if you look at any alcoholic bottle or can, be it whiskey or beer, wine or mead, you'll probably find a number followed by the letters ABV, which, as most of you already know, is alcohol by volume. Again, this is not a math or chemistry class kind of thing. I'm not going to be hitting you with any percentages or calculations. I want you to just know a little bit more about your favorite beverage and be able to pass that knowledge on while you're sitting down at the bar. Today... I'm going to talk about just a couple main things. One of those is how we get alcohol actually into the beer in the first place. And the second is how we measure that, how we know how much alcohol is in our product. Now, we all like to talk about the flavors and aromas and mouthfeel of craft beer. And for good reason. That's really the main experience we're looking to get when we sit down at a tap room. But... You know and I know there's also another little factor that's pretty darn important when drinking a beer, and that's the alcohol. Let's talk a little bit about that. Well, the alcohol is a molecule of ethanol, and ethanol comes from the yeast that we put in the fermenter, eating up the sugars that we give them in the wort or pre-beer, and they create energy from that, but they also produce the byproduct of ethanol or alcohol. 
And that is what our goal is as a brewery, is to not only give you the flavors of craft beer, but also, you know, give you that little kick that you're expecting when you sit down at the tap room. Just to give you one example of a type of sugar that the yeast may not, I guess in a sense, like or be able to use, that's lactose or milk sugar. So if you've heard of a milk stout, which I'm sure you have, that is with lactose added. And those sugars from the lactose are harder for the enzymes that the yeast produce to break apart. And so they get left in suspension of the beer, which is what we want. We want that kind of thicker, creamier mouthfeel from all the products of that lactose. So that's how the alcohol gets into the beer from the yeast eating the sugars. Now you know a little bit more about what we can do to manipulate those amount of alcohols. Let's talk about measuring those alcohols in our pre-product and final beer. So raise your hand if you are a home brewer. You, you, whoa, watch where you're driving. All right. So if you're a home brewer, you may have used a measuring device to get your alcohol. You could have used either a hydrometer or more likely because it takes smaller measurements and you don't want to waste any of that little five gallons or 10 gallons of beer that is so precious to you, um, a refractometer. Both of these are basically going to read the density of the fluid that you put the hydrometer or drip the drip onto the refractor, re refractometer. So what does that have to do with the alcohol amount? If you have sugar water, which is basically the pre-beer that you're putting in the fermenter, it is gonna have a certain density. It's going to be more dense than distilled water because it has more stuff. If you remember your teachers of the past saying density is basically the amount of stuff that's in a given volume, well, that's correct. You can pack in more sugar in that little volume than you could in regular distilled water, which is just water. So you'll get that reading first and that will give you how much more sugar density there is than distilled water. You take that number, you put it aside, and then you let the yeast go to work. They're gonna do their thing and change that sugar into ethanol. Now, they're taking a sugar molecule. The basic sugar molecule is, uh, uh, the foundation is C6H12O6. A lot of carbons, hydrogens, oxygens, all that. But when they manipulate it, they give off CO2. So with every molecule of sugar, they're also getting rid of some of that carbon and oxygen so it becomes lighter. Ethanol is lighter than water and definitely lighter than the sugar solution or the wort. So at the end of fermentation, whether you determine that or the yeast just gets tired of working, you're going to then take a measurement of what is now beer that has alcohol in it. Those two numbers are going to be different. Your starting gravity is going to be higher or more dense than your final gravity. Some people use something called specific gravity. So you'll people here, uh, maybe you'll see on cans, they'll say final gravity is, you know, 1020 or 1015 or 1.015. That's specific gravity. You'll also hear some people talking in a little bit more of a wine language with bricks or Play-Doh. A lot of brewers these days use those instead of specific gravity. So anyway, you're going to take those two numbers and if you're super fancy and want to impress people, you're going to plug them into your actual notebook paper with pen and pencil and figure out your alcohol by volume percentage. 
But if you're in a hurry or you don't want to mess with that, there are calculators all over the internet that you plug in your first number, plug in your second number, and boom, you've got your reading right there. It'll say something like 5.2% or maybe if you're lucky like 11.8% or something like that. So that's how we measure in the brew house our amounts of alcohol. So beer is going to be somewhere, you know, anywhere between 4 and 6% usually. Your wines are going to be somewhere around 12% and what your whiskeys and such are going to be about 40 to 45% somewhere around there. So that is all about the difference between the starting density of the sugar water and the final density of the alcoholic beverage. Okay, so hopefully you guys have learned a little bit more about alcohol and how it's measured and how it's obtained in the brew house. Now you can go talk to your friends about it while you're sipping on either a session 4% ale or slugging down a 12% flannel buddies for life collaboration between Dark Sky and Goldwater. Hey, yeah, that was a plug. I ain't ashamed. (laughs) So go out, always be learning, always be enjoying. I'm teacher Nick. No quiz today. Go enjoy the weather. Go enjoy craft beer. Class is dismissed. Hey guys, thank you so much for checking that out. Nick from Dark Sky, always entertaining and educational. So, Nick's, Nick, Nick's, whatever you call him, Stevie Nick's, that might be a new nickname I have for him. I wouldn't do that to you, buddy. Uh, thanks for checking out this show. If you want to really support the podcast, support Arizona Beer, go to iTunes and a rating and review would really be helpful. If you do a rating and review, um, Send me a screenshot. Email me at eric at tapthataz.com or anywhere in the social medias and uh, show me that you gave a review and um, I'll send you a sticker. So thank you for your support and always remember, stay awesome.